The Swain Event Podcast is brought to you by the Tennessee Department of Transportation. There are over 100 million pieces of litter on our beautiful Tennessee roadways, and TDOT spends $19 million a year picking it up. Join the Nobody Trashes Tennessee movement at nobodytrashestennessee.com. Brought to you by the Tennessee Department of Transportation. Deep down the middle, has got his man, and he's gone! Jason Swain, touchdown! It's time for the Swain Event with your host, Jason Swain. My man. Real sports talk for the real sports fan. All you chumps are going to bow when I whoop them. It's time for the Swain Event, fueled by Dead End Barbecue. Give me two shots and a red flag. Y'all know what it is. It is Friday. That means Seth Stokes. That means Ben Bikini. That means Jason Swain. Live here from the Low T Center studio. Swain event fueled by Dead End Barbecue, top 100 barbecue restaurant in America. You know what time it is. It is Friday, the best day of the week. 865-200-5503 is our telephone number. And joining us, as we'd like to... Do here in the Swain event every Friday. Seth Stokes. Stokes, what is up? Good morning. What's going on, man? How you doing? Man, I'm ready to go, man. I've been ready for this football game for uh, since last week. It's finally here. Let's get it. Let's go. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Ben, good morning, sir. Good morning. You ready to make that drive? Yep. I'm ready to see how Tennessee's going to fare in Lexington, hostile environment, a little chilly, bowl game on the line, good bowl game on the line, coming off huge Tennessee football program news. And it's funny, Ben, we had this conversation yesterday. We like to call it Swain event timing. Sometimes it's really, really good. Sometimes it's really, really bad when, like, we talk about something, we have a show, it ends at 10, and then like at 10 on 1, some news breaks. Like, oh, <laughs> oh, they didn't want to talk about that today. And then we have some good luck where like we we're talking about a topic in, 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 in detail like we did yesterday about the NCAA and the what happened at Oklahoma State with them getting a postseason banned and how to look at Tennessee situation and whether you were nervous, whether you were confident, whether, you know, you were indifferent. We had this whole conversation as if we knew that hours later, news would break that Tennessee was not going to self-impose a ball ban. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. We did know. Ben, you knew. <laughs> ben, you knew. I'm going to give you the credit, Ben. You knew. You knew. Because, hey, man, you, 
You the best. You the best, baby. You the best, man. Fake news. But you knew, man. What 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 came out yesterday doesn't really relate to our conversation yesterday because the NCAA can still hit Tennessee if if it so chooses to do so. It does does relate. Just Tennessee isn't going to self-impose a a bowl ban. Now, it looks like Tennessee may self-impose some other minor penalties. I don't really know what that would look like, um, but it does look like they'll they'll self-impose some some other little small things, but they will not self-impose a bowl ban. So we'll we'll see if Tennessee firing its head football coach and eight other staff members is sufficient enough for the NCAA. Hopefully, it is. But yesterday's news doesn't really correlate with what we talked about yesterday because the NCAA can still choose to to punish or not punish Tennessee. One thousand percent relates, but. Yes, NCAA still can do what they want to do, but Tennessee has learned a lesson from Oklahoma State is that you don't just roll over. You don't just roll over and say, all right, just just punish us how you see fit. No, Tennessee is saying, listen, we are not going to punish our innocent kids. And we're taking words from you, NCAA, words that you use. We're going straight from your your mouth and what you said about how you don't want to punish innocent kids. And there's a lot of them on this football team. And there's a lot of kids that hit the transfer portal that was and is the reason why Tennessee was under investigation altogether. And so Tennessee said, no, we, we know we messed up. This is why we fired everyone that we fired. This is why you see other schools back a coach that is under fire, like a Will Wade. But no, we're not doing that. We are stepping forward and firing everyone. And listen, Tennessee was was criticized for this, um, Stokes, and you know other folks praise Tennessee for this. It just a matter. It just depends on where you where you fall on on the topic. But uh, definitely relates to what we talked about because you. Oklahoma State took one approach. Tennessee is taking a different approach. We'll see how it works out. But for right now, the investigation is over into Jeremy Pruitt. And Tennessee is like, hey, man, we, we're, we are not going to do a, a you know, self-imposing bowl ban. We're going to reward our kids for the hard work they put in this season. And if they are eligible to go to a bowl, we'll go into a bowl. And we'll handle the other punishments as we go along. And we will punish ourselves. Stokes, how was it? When you messed up in school or you messed up at home and you talk back to your mama and your mama said, you know what? I ain't going to whoop you today. Your daddy said, I ain't going to whoop you. You know what I want you to do, Stokes? I want you to whoop yourself. Whoop yourself, Stokes. <laughs> Did you ever whoop yourself? Did it ever work? Uh, Did it no, ever that, hurt? That never happened. Never happened? That, that never happened. My parents never told me to punish myself. That uh, <laughs> Now they told me to go pick out my own switch a time or two. And if I didn't come back with a good enough win, oh, it was not pretty. Uh, but they never did tell me to punish myself. That's That would be a new concept on me. <laughs> it feels like that's what Tennessee's doing. They're kind of punishing themselves um, here. But, hey, this is this is what big dogs do. This is what blue bloods do. Yeah. This is, this is what you do when you are Tennessee football and you are not Missouri football. 
This is what you do. You say, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we messed up. We're, we'll handle it. And this is what we'll, this is what we're going to do. Well, I also think people are forgetting that it fired its football coach and several other staff members. Uh, th- there was a lot of comments from from people on, on social media yesterday outside of the Tennessee footprint saying that the recruiting violations were, were good enough to fire Jeremy Pruitt, but they're not big enough to to – to self-impose a bowl ban. Part of why Tennessee feels comfortable with where they're at is because they fired Jeremy Pruitt. They fired eight other staff members. That that is a punishment with, within itself. So and and they they got they got rid of the the cancer within within the organization. That that is a punishment. And not only did they fire those guys, but they may or may not have been the catalyst for some of the transfers. Yes. Let's also mention that Jerome Pruitt was a terrible head coach, and those people that have criticized Tennessee for taking this stance, but you know, firing everyone, those people are saying, "Well, of course you, of course you're going to fire them because they were losing. Yeah. But if they were, if Pruitt was winning, how would your approach be?" Different. Will your approach be different? And many people feel like Tennessee would be fighting with Jeremy Pruitt instead of against Jeremy Pruitt right now if Pruitt was a better head coach. And I don't know that. I, I, I think we can speculate and say that we've seen other schools do the same. You know, we've, we've seen Tennessee fire a coach who was winning in Bruce Pearl. We saw that. Bruce Pearl was winning more than Lane Kiffin. The NCAA was down here for, before, uh, for Lane, and they fired Bruce Pearl, and Bruce Pearl was winning. So I can't sit here and say that, oh, yeah, Tennessee would back Pruitt if he was winning. But you just you have to kind of raise that question because we've seen other schools back their coach when they are caught in some mess only because they win. So you gotta you gotta add that to the to the conversation too. No doubt about it. It's it's win, winning is the end all be all. If winning brings in more money, uh, winning gives you uh, confidence to back your your coach because then you're more apt to pour all your resources into protecting the winning. Um, that's I, I think that plays a huge factor in it. But at the, at the end of the day, Jeremy Pruitt was was not a good head coach. He was not doing well. And he was cheating. And typically, cheating in college athletics tends to, you know, produce pretty good results on the field, and that wasn't happening. So, so you know what? Clean slate this thing. Get rid of him. Get rid of everybody involved. Get rid of the players that were involved. And and let's start fresh. And, you know, don't don't cooperate with the NCAA. Like, let, let the NCAA do what they're going to do because i think it's been proven time and time again that if you give the ncaa everything they want they're still going to hammer you make it difficult for them yep the problem the problem is you you don't know what the ncaa is going to do if you cooperate with them or if you don't cooperate with them um 
you don't know because it's so inconsistent in other cases. We've seen the NCAA slam a blue blood football program um, over a legal matter in Penn State and then soften their stance, like quick, fast, and in a hurry because they knew that they came down heavy-handed and had nothing to do with the NCAA bylaws or any type of competitive advantage. The act was disgusting that happened there at Penn State. But like we saw NCAA slam Penn State. We saw the NCAA slam USC. And these are two traditional football powers. And that was the last time we've seen NCAA really hit a program like that was um, Penn State and Southern Cal. But since then, in football and basketball, we haven't seen the NCAA swing that big stick. We've seen them swing the big stick at the – the, the smallest kid in the classroom. Like, yes. that's, what we, that's what we've seen them do since then. But they have not messed with North Carolina. They have not messed with Duke. They have not messed with Kansas. They have not messed with Georgia football that just behind the scenes dismissed a couple people in the recruiting office. <laughs> just, and, and no one talked about it. Um, you know, Tennessee was under investigation for Mary's Mims. He goes to... He goes to Georgia. No one blinks. No one blinked when we beat out Ole Miss for Drew Richmond. Yep. Like, no one blinks. So it's a bunch of hypocrisy, like, on all sides. And here's Tennessee going, listen, man, we fired everybody. We, we're, going to, we're going to set up responsibility. We're going to punish ourselves. But – Punishing a bunch of kids, young men, that had nothing to do with it. It's it's an old way of thinking. It's it's just not fair. And again, the NCAA themselves made it clear, and VolQuest.com did a good job in their article um, pulling this from the NCAA website, and it says, the National College Players Association makes it clear innocent student-athletes should not be caught up in punishment. Prohibit the punishment of student-athletes that have not committed a violation. It is an injustice to punish college athletes for actions that did not that they did not commit, i.e. suspending a team's postseason eligibility for the inappropriate, inappropriate actions of boosters. Such punishments have significant negative impacts on the short college experience for many College athletes. So this is on the NCAA website. <laughs> They're a bunch of hypocrites. So that's the problem. And who knows where the NCAA is going to be in two years, three years, anyways. So this is this is good for Tennessee. The most important thing, and I'm I'm a I'm gonna lay this up like Chris Paul, like Steve Nash for for being the slam at home. The most important thing is, Ben, you cover recruiting. That is, that Tennessee. I, re- I refuse the answer since you did not mention John Morant. We doing this? Yep. Oh <laughs> no, it, it's huge for recruiting. And I've, I've said it for, for months now when it's, when it's been brought up. Like, kids have been asking about the investigation. It, it's, it's been a serious concern because it's been spun to them much differently 
by other college coaches than we have talked about it here on the show. We on the show, we, we as Tennessee fans, we as people that keep up with Tennessee understood that it wasn't going to be a, a two-year bowl ban, a three-year, four-year bowl ban. It wasn't going to be a multi-year bowl ban. If, if there was going to be one, it was 95% likely that it, it would be a, a one-year bowl ban. But, but these other schools were telling recruits that, hey, you go to Tennessee, you're never going to play in the postseason. They're, they're looking at a, a multi-year postseason bowl ban and that was that was affecting Tennessee and in recruiting I I had several recruits over the months tell me that I just I I really like the coaches I I really like the feel of Neyland Stadium and and being there for game day and campus and Knoxville I I love all of it but I, I just don't know how the NCAA stuff is going to affect me if I were to choose Tennessee, it makes me weary. It makes me nervous. I had several recruits tell me that personally. So uh, it's it's a, a huge weight off of the shoulder of this coaching staff because now they can go out and and recruit and and be able to get back in the boat with, with guys that, that maybe they weren't able to before or be in the boat in as deep of waters as they would like because of the investigation. Like Demario Tolan, a linebacker that's committed to LSU. And granted, part of what has helped Tennessee get back into to that battle is LSU struggling and Coach O getting fired. But I, I think that's a, a guy that is giving Tennessee a, a serious look now. LSU stuff, NCAA, bowl ban being lifted. Uh, and, and it's looking like he's going to try to make it up for the Georgia game next week. So uh, it, it's just huge for, for recruiting homecoming. because uh, all these all these coaches have have been lying to prospects about what Tennessee was facing. So it's it's just massive news. Man, Stokes, it's just it's just something about transparency. Now Josh Heupel not only can be transparent about okay, this is how you fit into what we do from an X's and O standpoint, offensively or defensively, but now they can be transparent, more transparent about the young man's future. Yes. I mean, that's, that's, that is so key that, you know, being what, we, what you're saying, is that now the coaches don't have to worry about saying, well, I don't know. Well, we'll see. Well, I don't know. I don't, well, they said that. Well, I mean, I... I don't know if it's right or wrong. Now they can go, no, we, we are playing in a bowl game. That We are playing in a bowl game. Alabama had a um, postseason ban in place when I was being recruited in 02, and they were not able to go to a bowl game in 03. Now, the system I didn't necessarily like or care for, didn't see myself making plays in their system at the time, but, like, that just added more fuel to the fire. Or I should say it added water to the fire because it just wasn't any there for Alabama. But, like, they struggled recruiting because they had a postseason bowl banned in 03. This, for Tennessee, this is huge. And 15 practices, uh, Stokes, are so key. They're so important. You get those midseason guys. They get a check. They get a chance to uh, jump stalk their careers. We've seen that pay off for guys – um, here at Tennessee in the last 10 years. Yep. No, bowl season is huge. And I know a lot of people say the bowl games don't matter. 
and and that they're boring, boring matchups. That's that's not the important part of it. It's everything that Swain just laid out. It's the the fifteen extra practices, the extra time together as, as a team. It's the the extra month of a scholarship check, the bowl gifts, all that experience, getting to showcase you know one last time if you're. Uh, you know, if, if you're a, a senior in his final year, you get to showcase your talents on the field, you know, on, on television one last time before that whole process of getting ready for the NFL kicks off. And um, it's massive. And, and it shows on-field progress, especially for a team that hasn't been to a bowl or, or has struggled. Um, you get to continue to show progress, which also helps in recruiting. And right now, Heupel now has really good – uh, recruiting tools in his toolbox right now. One is he can show uh, genuine on-field proof that his stuff works and and show on field, on film, how he can use kids. And he gets to tell them that, that yeah, they're, they're going to be able to play in the postseason. And, and he's going to be around for a couple of years. That's another advantage he has right now. It's one thing about Tennessee, the reason you see recruiting – taper off for the past couple of head coaches towards the end of their tenures is because they run the hot seat and it looked like their jobs were in jeopardy after year three or so. And it's, it's hard to sell because uh, 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 the kids are buying into a coach and what the coach can do for them more so than university for the most part. And so right now this just makes it even easier. Hypo has an advantage of the new head coach and the fact that at least they know when they come to Tennessee, he's going to be there for, you know, for three of their four years if they stay all four years um now uh he's got that he's got the postseason and he's got you know proof on the field that what they're going to do is is going to work that's right that's right this is big news man this is big news this is great timing too huge because it comes you know right before um the game and i wonder if the broadcasters are going to mention it beth moens and, and kurt morrison uh, Don Davenport's going to be on the call um, tomorrow night on ESPN. So I wonder if they mention it. This game is going to be on ESPN too. I wonder if they mentioned it. Mentioned it. It is a good um, thing for Tennessee that this was released right on a Thursday going into the weekend rather than a Monday. Excuse me, rather than a uh, Friday afternoon. Uh, it was good that it was released on a Thursday afternoon. So we can all talk about it on a Friday going into the game a weekend where Tennessee is going to play a top 25 opponent uh, and a weekend that's very, very important as we approach early signing period. So the timing couldn't be better, I think, for, for Tennessee, for sure. Yeah, and they, they would be doing them, you know, they, they would not be doing their jobs well if they didn't mention it. You, you always have talking points going into a broadcast and you talk about the news surrounding each of the universities that you're covering that day. And this is huge. If they don't talk about it, that's that's intentional and mm-hmm. wrong. Yep. No. Yep. You know what else is wrong, Stokes? John K talking smack to you. John K talking smack to you on the text box. He said, since Stokes is on, I'd like to offer him a formal congratulations to hold this L after the Panthers beat the Falcons on Sunday. Look. The more L's the Falcons take right now, the better. Let's get the draft picks. Yeah, that, honestly, Stokes, I, I'm that, surprised. That's where you, I'm at right now. Honestly, I think you, I'm surprised you even care about the Falcons right now, uh, considering that 
I'm sure you are on the emotional wave and high of the Braves winning the whole thing um, this past week. So, John K. been he he been he been he been trying to get these jokes off. He tried to get something off on me over here on Twitter talking about the 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 game cast that that is going down uh, tomorrow. Yeah, he tried to steal it from Peyton Manning. The Manning cast. He tried to steal it. The Manning cast stole it from Film Room. That's what we should have named it. The Swain yeah. cast. No. No, no, nah, I don't want my name on that. Um, Your logo is going to be everywhere else on it. Yeah, that's the logo. I don't want my. I don't want to call it the Swain Cast because it's not about. It's not about. It's not about me. It's going to be some. You stole that for the basketball program. I stole it from uh, Film Room. That it's not about me. Oh yeah, <laughs> it, I, I stole it from Film Room when Clemson played Alabama and all the. You know, coaches and people were you know talking during the game. That's where I got the idea from. And honestly, the last like four or five years, preseason, I've thought about, all right, this is the year we're gonna do it. And then I go back and say, I don't really want to do it. I really you want have to- kicked this. Yeah, yeah, we we've talked about it so many times. Uh, I've kicked this idea around for for so many years, and I've always said, I just I don't want to do it because I want to go to the game. I want I want to go to the game. I want to watch it. I want to rewind it. Uh, that's that's not what I want to do. But when Wade was like, "Hey man, let's let's do more stuff," <laughs> he's like, "Let's do more stuff." He called me. He's like, "Hey, let's do more stuff." I was like, All right, well, let's do more stuff. And Wade like eats he eats being a student a student of the game up. Like he is truly a student of the game. He likes talking about the game. And now he is a he's a teacher of the game. And so he's entertaining. Does a really good job. Um, so I figured this would be this would be good. This would be good. And when we when we when we dropped the the news, my former players reach out to me like, "Hey, man, I've been I've been waiting for something like this. Can I jump on too?" I'm like, "Yeah." So we we're running a list. I have it right here on the board. Um, man. Ramon Foster, appreciate him, you know, his comment yesterday. And Ramon's going to join. We was on, uh, I was on three-hour lunch yesterday with Ron Slay and uh, Brent Dory and, and Don Davenport. And Slay was like, can I come? Come on, Slay. Heck yeah, you is, can come, man. Is, is Don going to join? That would be the ultimate power move considering she'll be on the broadcast at the same time. No. Nah. The power move is you joining because you're going to be at the game. Ain't nobody give a damn about me. You're going to be giving us the halftime stuff, man, the halftime nuggets from right there live in, uh, in person, man. Stokes, this dude is talking about Jonathan Wade, Ramon Foster, Ron Slay. Obviously, him himself will be on, on this broadcast. Jabari Davis will join us. Jabari Davis will be on. Yeah. You got some some other names up there. Well, you got one with a question mark. Yeah, and then he he has the nerve to mention me. Yeah, because you, you one have is something, not like the other. You have something Part that they other, don't man. have. You, you you're there. You're right. One is like the other. Are you, to, are you just trying to add diversity to the broadcast, Wayne? That too. <laughs> yeah, diversity to the broadcast <laughs> for sure, and also that you know you, you, you you're gonna be there in person, Ben. There's I'm things that we are not able to see that you will be able to see. This is true. I'll be able to see the uh, receivers getting open downfield and burning those Kentucky DBs. There you go. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking I would about. say you would be able to tell what the crowd react. 
reaction and stuff is like, but uh, that press box at Kroger Field is pretty much soundproof. You can barely hear hear the uh, one firework they shoot off, and um, it's real quiet in there. It's 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 you're very disconnected from the game. So that'll be one one aspect you can't give us because you won't be able to hear the crowd. <laughs> that, that that is true, and I'm it's going to be so cold. I'm so glad that it's a closed press box. I was last time I went up there, I was in the press box, and I I, I enjoyed the soundproof and the weatherproof press box. 865-255-03. We'll take our first break of the day. We are at the bottom of the first hour. Hour number one is brought to you by Hiller Plumbing, Heating, Cooling, and Electrical. Ben McKee, Jason Swain, Seth Stokes. Be right back. If you want to get in on the conversation, call the Iris Network's hotline at 865-200-5503. Grow your business with Iris Network's high-speed fiber internet. irisnetworksusa.com Hi there, Swain Event family. Are you in the market to purchase a home and a bit freaked out with the market right now? As someone who's been in your spot before, I'm familiar with what's going through your brain. And as a realtor, I've mastered the ins and outs of the buying process. When you work with me, you'll benefit from my experience, and together we'll work toward making sound, smart decisions for your future. And of course, talk a little Vol Sports along the way. Just give me a call, Jennifer Morris, Keller Williams Realty, 865-257-7897, or email me at jennifermorris865 at gmail.com. Hope to hear from you soon. When you start your own business, you know that branding can make or break a new venture. That's why Swain Event relies on 42nd Street. 42nd Street is a strategy agency focused on finding creative, open-minded, results-driven solutions to brand design. After over a decade of operations in East Tennessee, the brand architects at 42nd Street have the experience and creative know-how to ensure the success of your business branding, logo, web presence, and more. To see a real-life example of their amazing work, you can check out our website at SwainEvent.com. Don't trust the branding of your business to just anyone. Check out my friends at 42nd Street online at 42st.com or give them a call at 865-382-7007. 42nd Street, brand, strategy, design. JC's Tree and Landscaping Service specializes in quality tree work done at an affordable price. Trimming and removing trees are their specialty. They also offer other services like land clearing, stump grinding, crane services, and all of your basic landscaping needs for both commercial and residential. JC's will give you a free estimate and beat any written quote by a competitor to guarantee that you get the lowest price around. Don't risk your land with a fly-by-night service. JC's Tree and Landscaping is licensed and insured. Give them a call at 865-599-3799. Top 100 Barbecue Restaurant Dead End Barbecue is a no-brainer when you are craving the smoky flavor of quality Q. Dead End makes it easy to enjoy their fantastic menu with online ordering from Chow Now for pickup. Or if you don't feel like leaving the house, then have Dead End Barbecue delivered right to your door by Loco Knoxville or Bite Squad. Cheer on your favorite team with the best barbecue around. Check them out online at deadendbbq.com. Dead End Barbecue. The search is over. 
Business is still moving forward despite our work location changing and supply shortages affecting a number of different areas. Office furniture is not immune to the halt in the supply chain. This is why my friends at Office Furniture Outfitters has purchased desks, chairs, and tables in bulk to provide you with in-stock options for your place of business, no matter if it's at the office or at your home. Office Furniture Outfitters is the local supplier of Herman Miller, and they keep Aeron chairs in stock. They will come to your office, create a layout, and make recommendations. Once you decide what pieces you want, Office Furniture Outfitters will even deliver and install new office furniture for you. You can visit them on location at 17th Street and Grand Avenue in the Fort Sanders area. Or check them out online at OFONOX.com. Give them a call at 865-254-3003. Office Furniture Outfitters. Providing East Tennessee's biggest selection and best value for office furniture since 1995. If you're coming to Knoxville and need a place to stay, do yourself a favor and book a room at Hampton Inn Paper Mill, also known as the Hampton on the Hill. This award-winning property is literally in the top 5% of all Hampton Inn properties. The GM, Stephen Lawrence, is a good old local boy who grew up in the business around Knoxville. He and his staff are always available, always willing to help, and will go above and beyond for their guests. The newest Hampton Inn in Knoxville has clean, affordable rooms, flat screens, fridges, and microwaves in every room. Plus, breakfast is included in every rate. Not to mention, there's also a pool and fitness center on site. If it wasn't so close to amazing restaurants, bars, and shopping, you would never want to leave. At only six miles from campus, you're still right in where the big orange action is. Go to HamptonInn.com, search Knoxville, and book your room at the Hampton Inn Paper Mill or call 865-693-5400. Fellas, when it's time to freshen up that wardrobe, there's only one play to make, and that's to go see my friends at Mark Nelson Denim in downtown Knoxville. Find the latest in small batch denim in the heart of Knoxville. Denim isn't all they do, though. Mark Nelson also does custom suiting and blazers. Let your personal style shine with Mark Nelson. If you don't have time to go shopping for yourself but still want that fresh look, then sign up for the NN Society. Let the experts handle the shopping and get $300 worth of merchandise for just $150 every other month. That's six times per year to keep you looking styling every day. Let Mark Nelson Denim help you be the best you. Because when you look good, you feel good. Go to Mark Nelson Denim. At Iris Networks, we know that business communication solutions are critical to your success. Since 1998, we've been helping businesses in East Tennessee by providing reliable and affordable high-speed fiber internet and voice solutions. That's why Iris Networks is your Tennessee communications partner. With internet speeds up to 100 gigs and work from anywhere solutions like mobile apps, video conferencing, and file sharing, we make sure you can stay connected to your customers and great communities we live and work in. Iris Networks, because just like you, Tennessee is our home. At work? Can't call in? Don't feel bad. You can talk to the guys on the text box. It's part of the free Swain event app. Swain Event Fuel by Dead End Barbecue, top 100 barbecue restaurant in America. Let's get to the phones, the Iris Network's hotline, and Lisa is joining us. Lisa, good, good, good morning. Hey, how's everybody? We are wonderful. We are wonderful. It's Friday, Lisa. Come on, everybody's feeling good today. No kidding. Yeah, I've been waiting all week. (laughs) 
Um, I was sort of, I was talking to you behind the scenes, but just wanted to mention that, you know, I'm really excited about your new endeavor and that's that's awesome. And I'll just mention again the name that I came up with. And oh, wait, did you come up with a name yet, or you haven't decided yet yeah, we, for your we, name for your show? We went on. We went. We went on ahead and did uh, the Volcast. We had a couple people say Volcast, and then you know I asked a lot of our uh, people in the Swain Event Circle um, mm-hmm. what they what they thought, and you know Volcast was was it. So we decided to go with with the Volcast. Uh, we couldn't call. We couldn't call it the Manning cast. That was taken. <laughs> well, that's cool. Um, as I had said, I came up with one for you, even though you already have a name, but I'll just say it anyway. It was the VFL Viewpoint. I like that, too. Ooh, I like that one. Yeah, I like that one, Yeah, too. I, I thought that was kind of cool. So, yeah, I just wanted to mention that. And um, I'm, you know, so excited for you. And I'm really excited about the game tomorrow. I think we're going to definitely kick some butt. Yes, Lisa. So, Yes. Anyway, that's that's about it. Just wanted to check in. Everybody have a wonderful day and go Vols. Thank you. Thank you so much, Lisa. Good to hear from you. You know, Lisa might be on something now. It might not be too late to change it now. Lisa might be on something. How about how about that, guys? Y'all like that one? Uh, I, th- I thought that was a great one. Yeah, that's a really good idea. VFL viewpoint. Yeah, I like I like I like I like I like it a lot, man. Y'all gonna make me do all the. The um, <laughs> you can change all the graphics and all the, the lettering. I got I got to change all that today. Is that is that what y'all gonna make me do? Yep. <laughs> Man, I like that, Lisa. Lisa must be a marketing manager somewhere. That was that's good right there. A six five. Go ahead. Yeah, that's 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 the best one I've heard. Honestly, I kind of take I, that swing. I kind of well. Here is my thinking. I just think. Like I, I, I look at the the term VFL and I put like this this red rope around it, mm-hmm. and I try not to use it in my stuff like my marketing stuff because um, I feel that like makes- it, I feel like it's sacred, you know. Um, but if anybody gonna use it, I mean, it should be me, right? Especially with the crop of VFLs, including myself, that you're going to have on. on that's right. On, 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 that's right. <laughs> that's right, Ben. Night. That's right. That's right. So I mean, I don't know, Lisa. We'll we'll, we'll tinker. We'll tinker with um, with how it looks and and see what we come up with. We'll you, see. you don't want to go with former Vol viewpoint. Oh man, I will kick you in the crotch. <laughs> Right now, <laughs> don't even play with me like that. Uh, don't even play with me like that, man. Eight six five two hundred fifty five zero three is our telephone number. All right, all right, Ben. You got Jeremy Banks that leads this team and tackles for a loss, ranks fourth in the SEC. At, at nine total for the year, 1.13 per game, which the average ranks third in the SEC. You have Hendon Hooker that passer rating is fourth in the nation and first in the SEC at 179.92. Bryce Young is second. You have Jalen McCullough who ranks second in the SEC with three interceptions and 10th in FBS. The turnover margin by Tennessee in the last six games 
forcing eight interceptions and three fumbles and only committing uh, three turnovers. You also have the pace where at some points during the season, Tennessee was like second, first, third. Um, Right now, Tennessee leads the nation in offensive plays per minute at 2.89. And now Ole Miss is at two. At 2.85. As Stokes, as Ben is answering the phone, Stokes, I'll ask you, which one of these stats that Tennessee, um, that I mentioned as far as Tennessee, and let me mention one more. Tennessee also leads the nation in TFLs, even after the, the bye week. I saw that too. So, which one of those big-time stats you think will play out the most for Tennessee this weekend? Which I one think of- it's going to be the the tackles for loss. I, I know Kentucky gives up the, the fewest tackles for loss, or one of they're one of the schools that give up the fewest tackles for loss a game, uh, but I think the ta- TFLs are going to be huge for uh, for Tennessee in this game, and you know, you get a tackle for loss, you're, you're, you're putting the offense behind schedule. Um, that that could be a drive killer for them. Um, it you know it, it didn't help Tennessee that much against uh, Alabama um, and, and Ole Miss because they just have dynamic quarterbacks who can uh, you know eat up chunks of yards and make things happen down the field with their arm as well. Kentucky's quarterback hasn't proven he can do that consistently. Kentucky has one receiver that's frightening, um, and they got a running back who fumbles a lot. So I think the tackles for loss that's that's going to stifle Kentucky quite a bit if. Tennessee can build off of that and keep that train rolling. Ben, I know you was answering the phone, but I know um, that you'll be able to answer kind of the question here, um, and that is which one of the eye-popping national uh, rankings, um, whether it's pace plays per game or tackles for loss or the the, the recent um, – uptick in the mar turnover margin for Tennessee at plus eight right now? Um, or is it Hendon Hooker's efficiency uh, being recognized as one of the best in the country, um, which is fourth in the country? Which one of those eye-popping stats for Tennessee you think will play uh, out the most on Saturday against Kentucky? To me, it's, it's turnover margin for both teams. Tennessee has really improved in turnover margin since the second game of the year, if I remember correctly, I believe Tennessee's turnover margin was minus five. Oh, uh, it was it after was not, the first two games. Yeah, it wasn't great. It was not great, and now it's it's plus, plus eight in the last six games. Right, that that is remarkable. So, p- from minus five to plus three on the season, that that's a, a significant turnaround. So, obviously, Tennessee's doing a good job of of not only taking care of the football right now, but also taking away the football from opponents. And Kentucky is the worst in the country in turnover margin. Minus 12, 130th in the country. Uh, Will Levis likes to to throw some risky passes. Stokes mentioned Chris Rodriguez, their running back, has a fumbling issue. Uh, Had three fumbles against Mississippi State. Uh, He had a two-game period this year in which he, he had four fumbles within 10 yards of the goal line over two games which is remarkable. I don't, I, I've never heard of that before. So uh, I, I like the turnover margin. 
that that really stands out to me, and, and that's something that I feel good about going into this football game. The other one, uh, because it's not just one for me, there's, there's two that equally stand out. It, it's Hendon Hooker's efficiency. And I mentioned this the past two days, but Kentucky is allowing opponents to complete two-thirds of its passes. And Hendon Hooker has been really, really good in terms of his completion percentage and obviously his efficiency. So uh, Kentucky's defense isn't bad per se, but as I talked about yesterday, I really like the matchup of Tennessee's passing attack going up against Kentucky secondary. Hooker and the receivers going up against Kentucky secondary. I really like that matchup. So turnover margin and, and Hendon Hooker's efficiency is what I feel really good about going into this football game. You hear that? You hear that, Stokes? I hear it. Hear I like clicking? it. That's what happens when Ben starts talking, man. You got to start taking notes. <laughs> you got to you got to pull out the pen and start clicking and start taking notes when Ben's talking. You know what? I should have went first because mine was turnover margin. And shout out to Brian Rice um, for this pen. I'm normally not a pen thief, but you are. I'm very particular about if I get someone's pen, giving it back, especially at the restaurant. Because I understand how important a pen is. It was a total accident, and he's given me pens before during the broadcast when I was doing the Thursday night football games. And every week I've given it back if I've borrowed one. The last week, of course it's the last week, it was cold, it was rainy. I had to get out of there, man. It was all the way out in Gatlinburg. And I get home, and I noticed this beautiful pen in my pocket. And I felt terrible about it then. But now I don't feel terrible about it. Because this is a great pen. I love this pen. Thank you, Brian Rice. Appreciate the present, man. But turnover margin is what I look at, too. Because Tennessee, plus eight in the last six games. And I think Henry Hooker's efficiency kind of, you know, weaves in that stat, too, turnover margin, because that speaks to him taking care of the football and, 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 and making the right decision. But when Mississippi State beat Kentucky – Kentucky was at minus four. And, and Ben, you mentioned Kentucky's the worst in the country at turnover margin. Now, against Georgia, which is Georgia, there was no turnovers on either side. Hmm. No turnovers on either side. Kentucky just got beat down. Um, and Kentucky scored late in that game in the fourth quarter. But, I mean, it was it was 31-10. Um until that late score, it was a beatdown. That just shows you kind of the difference in talent and the difference in um, momentum in that football game. But I look for Tennessee, who's been taking care of the football recently, and Kentucky, who has not been taking care of the football. Um, that's the one that plays loud for me, is a turnover margin. Let's get to the phones, and um, looks like we have – is C-Mac awake? Uh, barely. C-Mac. He, he, he sounds like, what, what movie was it when Will Smith had the uh, allergy breakout? Was that Hitch? Was it Hitch. It was a Hitch. That, and, and he could barely talk because his mouth was like all fat and, and whatnot. Yeah, it sounded yeah. weird. That's what C-Mac sounds like right now. Let's see if C-Mac can turn the switch. C-Mac, good morning. First and foremost. There you go. He awake. Like, first and foremost. Get him. I'm only here for Stokes right now, okay? Oh, what's good, my boy? What's going on, brother? 
What's good, man? Hey, man, just loving life, living life, doing the thing. What about you? Hey, man, another day, another opportunity to be great. Unfortunately, right. I, I I have to deal with the likes of, you know, that terrible bum, McKee, and <laughs> that beef, you know, Jason Swain. But, See, you what? know. Why why you what? act? What? What? The- why are you acting different? You had to text me and make sure that this was Stokes on the line with us. Ooh. ooh so why why are you ooh. acting different now? Receipts? Well, well, wait, wait, hold on to clarify that. Stokes is, sound, is enunciating everything, you know, first thing this morning, and he sounded real crisp and professional. <laughs> so, you know, he, he ain't, he ain't, he ain't, uh, uh, you know, just, uh, you know, uh, flowing and going, you know, on that on that southern twang this morning. So I had to double check and make sure. I just think nice save. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, so a couple years ago, uh, you said something that was the absolute pinnacle of hilarious. There was a Kentucky player that did something real stupid, and you told him to go sit down somewhere. What was the name of that Kentucky player? Oh my goodness! I was that was that the Kentucky player that was trying to like twist people's ankles and stuff in the pile? Yes. Yeah, I do. Oh, oh, gosh. It was Cash Good. Daniel. Cash, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Cash Daniel. Boy, I still think about I still think about you telling that kid to go sit down somewhere, and it he brings hilarious joy to my heart. And I, I just had to tell you that, man. All I these years later, that. it's still hilarious. Um, <laughs> See, man, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Thank you for your help yesterday with the press release. Oh, no problem. You wasn't ready ready for that kindness, was you? No, because I was definitely about to tighten you up. I was about to say something like this. You know, Jason, you have the mark of the beast on you. And what I mean by that is, there was an interaction that you encountered this season earlier, and ever since this encounter, man, it, it's been some really bad luck, uh, you know, some really bad juju uh, for you. Hmm. You know, you stealing Brian Rice's pen, you know, you stealing all my ideas and all my creativity without giving me credit. What'd you get and your idea from? I have to, I have to credit this to. When Nathan Mafia stole your popcorn, <laughs> ever since that encounter, you know he has instilled this thievery in you. So we're gonna take you to church. We're gonna get we're gonna get this market to do stuff off you, so you can stop stealing my ideas. So you can stop stealing Brian Rice's pen. Um, so you can stop calling Ben McKee smart. He is smart. <laughs> smart guy. Right. No. Yeah, all right, sometimes. He got some points sometimes. It's um, right. Sometimes you're a top 50 call on this Swain event. You're like 40 you know, right now. I no, know you're like I'm 57th like, right now, and we don't even have 56 people that call in. And I, I am completely cool with that place. I want to leave y'all with this. Um, it seems as though one of my requests for this new uh, venture tomorrow uh it seemed like it got a little misconstrued. I was not asking nor requesting Jason Swain to use incredibly explicit foul language on the air. However, I was attempting to ask uh, in the sense of it being quote-unquote uncensored, 
if this is a daytime morning, I'm going to have a cup of coffee. I'm going to get my brain going. Uh, I'm going to start my day off right. I'm going to start my Friday off great with, with Jason Swain. Shouldn't, you know, we also see like the after dark, you know, Swain uh, on this cast, you know, maybe, you know, unbutton the, you know, the, the top button. You know, we don't have to be so corporate Monday through Friday, first thing in the morning, suit and tie. Uh, that was my request. Not necessarily you playing the F-bombs on the air, but, you know, you uh, maybe having a little cup of that Henny as opposed to a cup of coffee in the morning. Um, C-Mac, what are you talking about? You want me to drink some Henny no in the morning? The game is at night. no. no. For the for the Saturday, uh, Volcast. I'm gonna have I'm gonna have I'm gonna have a little drink. Don't worry about all that. Saying to make sure you know you get that. I can't believe y'all play the plane on me. Listen, you want you want me to show out and be ignorant. He wants you to show your butt cheeks. Yeah, and I that's not what I do, C Mac. I am professional. Okay, we're gonna have fun. We gonna it's gonna be cool. It is something new, so we'll see what happens. But I'm gonna have my drink. I got my tequila right here. It's right in the studio. It's Friday. I may take. I may take a shot right now. I can if I want to. Yeah, bring me some. All right. Well, it's we'll, five fifty-five in the morning where I'm at. Hey, it don't matter. It's five o'clock somewhere. Y'all the trip, boy. Get off this airway. You're taking up Stokes' time. I know, man. Shut up. All right, Stokes. Oh, you man. shut up. Hey, Literally, <laughs> you keep your head up, Stokes. Get out of here. You, you, you the goat, Stokes. You the man. Let Stokes tell us what he's drinking this weekend. How about we do that? <laughs> See, Mac is the worst friend ever. He's trying to hype me up to embarrass myself. He's <laughs> supposed to be rooting for me to, to, to do a good job, not be ignorant and embarrass myself. <laughs> Terrible friend. And by the way, Brian Rice said the pen was a present. Oh, my gosh. How about that? That's cute. That's, that's what you say when you got robbed and you don't want people to know you got robbed. Whatever. <laughs> Shove it, C-Mac. Brian Rice gave me a present. Which, which weekend did, did this pin thief <laughs> was, action take place? It was, a, it was the last week of the season. It was last weekend, Gatlinburg-Pittman okay. and um, Pigeon Forge game. Okay. Well, because if, if it was Ole Miss weekend, then, of course, Brian is going to say that because he had bigger things on his hands. <laughs> that, that is true. That is true. That is true. All right, Stokes, tell us what you're drinking this weekend, man. <laughs> Ooh, so I had a fridge full up until a couple of days ago, and the World Series kind of wiped me out. So I've got to, uh, I've got to go restock. But um, you know, we're getting colder, so that means the beers are about to get a lot darker and heavier. So probably going to go find me a good, a uh, couple of good porters and some good stouts to to enjoy over the weekend. That's that'll work. That'll work. Yeah. Are work. you a uh, bourbon guy? I am, and this is about the time of year that I start switching over to to instead of just pretty much being solely uh, beers, I start switching over to the to the bourbons because you know it, it warms you up real well, and I don't like being cold. But surely you're not drinking bourbon this weekend. No, no, no. If I drink any anything this weekend that's a liquor, it'll be a uh, a good Tennessee whiskey. There you go. Well, if Tennessee fans can't drink bourbon. This weekend. It's, it's like Florida week. You can't drink Gatorade during nope. Florida week. And you can't drink bourbon during Kentucky week. And, and you can't wash your clothes with Tide during Alabama week. That's right. Like, 
There's you, a whole lit. You can't look at your cousins any differently during Alabama week. <laughs> That's not. Uh-uh. I don't even use Tide. What I use? Weirdly, anyway, no matter what week it is. Yeah. That, that, that's a good point, Stokes. <laughs> I mean, what, what are you talking about? <laughs> that's that's a every day. You only look at your cousins like they're your cousins. That's a good point. You're a respectable but, person but that those, wasn't raised in Alabama. <laughs> that's a good point. Bag up, bag up. Bag up, Terry. Put it in reverse, Terry. What, what <laughs> bourbon would you recommend for... First time bourbon drinkers. I had somebody text me asking. Um, I try it on Monday. Yeah, on Monday or Sunday. Or, or, heck, on Sunday. Yeah, Sunday. Or right, you know, pour you one right after the game on on Saturday. Well, they no, weren't talking 1201. about They weren't talking yep. about for this weekend. They're just asking in general because they're not much of a bourbon drinker. Yeah, in in general, um, a good and it used to be affordable. It's actually gone up in price recently because, and I don't know why, but I've I've always liked um, Eagle Rare a, a lot. That's that's a really good one. Um, but really, I mean, there's there's a lot of 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 good bourbons out there. Four Roses Small Batch is fantastic. Um, but you know, get you something that's you know go in there and have a conversation with the person at the liquor store for sure and. And find out, you know, what's a good, just a smoother bourbon that's not going to break the get bank for someone who's kind of new to drinking bourbon. Um, because you can go spend a whole lot of money on a bottle that, you know, for a bourbon drinker will be real good and real smooth. But if if you're not used to it, you're not going to like it at first, more than likely. And you're going to spend a whole lot of money on something that you're going to end up not drinking. So just just uh, do your homework, have some conversations with some other people too. Um, but for me, I always like just a good, affordable, smooth bourbon with Eagle Rare. But it has gone up in price a little bit. But yeah, that's that's been my go-to until I moved out here, and it's really hard to find here in South Carolina. So <laughs> I've uh, I, when I want when I get that craving for some, I have to have them you know order some bottles in for me. That sounds like a plan, my friend. Sounds like a plan. Well. What about a score prediction, real quick, Stokes? Yeah, give us that. Ooh, um, honestly, I, the way Tennessee moves on offense, offensive lines healthier than it has been in a few weeks, running back rooms healthier than it has been in a few weeks. I I could see Tennessee putting a fifty spot on them. Ooh, Stokes, are you already honestly. in the bottle? Uh, no, no, and I, I know some people may look at that and be like, "What." I don't think Kentucky's all that for real. Okay. All right. I really don't. And and you're hitting the, the point of the season historically where Kentucky is on their rapid decline. And they don't have a player like they did a couple of years ago that's just gonna make all kinds of plays and you and take you deep into the fourth quarter. They don't have that guy right now that's just gonna be all over the place that they can give the ball to of multiple in multiple spots. So I'm, I'm, I'm. Kentucky doesn't scare me at all. Like I, I wanted to see. Like they, they, they got. I'm not gonna say they got lucky against Florida, but some a lot of things went their way in that game. And Florida has a lot of problems, seeming internally right now. Um, but then they, they got exposed by Mississippi State. And I know they've had a week to, to kind of try to, you know fix some of that but that's not enough time and Tennessee moves so fast Kentucky's not going to be able to substitute and those big old boys they have on the on the uh uh the defensive line for Kentucky their hands are going to be on their hips 
in the first quarter. Because they, they haven't they haven't faced this pace before. And with Tennessee having a healthier offensive line than they've had in a while, because Tennessee was putting up points with a patchwork offensive line. If they got their guys back, that's 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 a whole different ball game. I I, I look for Tennessee to be big in this game. Now, Tennessee's defense is gonna have to get off the field on third down to allow that to happen and create some things, but I, I look for Tennessee to be to, to have a big game, bounce back um from the Alabama loss. And, and, you know, you've got a chance to really make a statement. Like you, like you always say, Swain, they remember what you do in November. And you got a chance to go 7-5. and five, And Heupel's not the type of dude that's going to want to leave any doubt. And now he's in full recruiting mode. There's no bowl ban. Psh, psh. I just, Balls, we can put them on him. I just can't believe Heupel's in full recruiting mode. When, it's in season, man. He's not season. supposed to talk about that until recruiting season. <laughs> I know. He's got another month. Every, every day is recruiting season. Always There's be recruiting. There's time when it's not recruiting season. I don't know what Dan Mullen was talking about. He sounded foolish. You recruit 24-7, 365. Even when you're not supposed to be recruiting, you recruit, and you just don't tell anybody. <laughs> Listen, I don't care if you are at your daughter's recital for the first time. If you are an SEC coach and you get a phone call from a stud recruit, you have to walk out and you have to take that phone call. It's just part of the game. It is you, just part of it. I was sitting down having lunch with a coach two years ago, a year ago, something like that. And I, this coach got up mid-sentence, got in his car, and drove away. <laughs> like on the phone with the recruit. Mid sentence. Got up. Gave me the one minute. Sorry. Look. Got up. Got in his car and drove away. That's the way it is. Like that is how it works in recruiting in this conference. And never came back. Never That's came back. <laughs> never came, never came back. It was just gone. I was like, all right, I guess I guess this I guess this is over. This conversation. You schedule tweets and emails and all that. That way when that that all it recruits for you when you fall asleep and they got something to wake up to when they wake up in the morning. Like it's all the time. It never stops. Yep. Hundred percent. Hundred percent, my friend. Hundred percent. It's gonna be fun tomorrow. Fifty points, yeah, man. Stokes. Man, I hope you're right. I hope you're right. I think it's gonna be a fun game. I think it's gonna be a real fun game on the frozen tundra of Kroger Field. Name's a stadium, a college stadium after a after a grocery store. The one that just, pays you, the one that pays you a lot of money to do it. Like, I get that, but man, it's, it's hard to take them seriously. Well, Cookie Cutter Stadium. Well, let's let's hope your prediction rings true, my friend. And um, hey, man, we'll talk later on today. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Looking forward to it. Seth Stokes here on the Swain Event. Swain Event fueled by Dead End Barbecue. Hour one in the books. Hour two is around the corner. We got touchdown turnover. We got attaboy. It is Friday, so we got to get a for what up in here. We'll go to the text box. Also, taking your phone calls. Again, 865-255-03. Hour number one was brought to you by Hiller Plumbing, Heating, Cooling, and Electrical. Stay with us. Don't go anywhere. Be right back.